This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Liberty Village. When We're in the Zoomer Plex in beautiful downtown Toronto and we're taking your calls live and I'm here with the star of Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny, and we have also Rick Tobacco from Royal LePage Real Estate Professionals here. And um, we're here to take your calls. So the first thing, I want everybody to grab paper and a pencil and take down these numbers because, yeah, we do take calls. So locally, it's 416-360-0740 and toll free, it's one eight. Six six seven four zero seven four seven four seven four zero, and we're here to take your call. So away we go. Good morning. Yeah. Now Bogart's not here. He's of still course. in Saskatoon or someplace like that. I think he might be here next week. Awesome. But what we have, we've got two people. I'm going to tell him next week. I have to have two people replace him. I got Rick giving the real estate. Uh, uh, appraisals and the information that we desperately need because we're going into real estate season. And Ange here, your co-hosting, you were supposed to have a guy down here from Montreal with a lot of sports stuff. But what? read the story. No, read the list of what people have to call in about. Okay. You guys can call in about whatever you guys have. You got lamps, you got old comic books, sports memorabilia, videos, video games, vintage clothing, purses, toys, beer and pop signs, uh, NHL jerseys, anything like that. Anything that you have that you think is worth value or you don't, it might have a value to it because everything has a value, some more than others, some less than others. So, Yes. And like I say, it was a good week this week with the stuff. I've got a lot of different stories. Um, Rick's going to talk about some of the real estate because this is springtime. Well, today is March 1st, right? So we're going to get into that a little later, but definitely the beginning of the spring season when it comes to real estate. It's not just the 21st or 20th of March anymore. Yeah. We're also going to give up, and today I'm going to give a couple of stories. Uh, price of gold and silver. We're going to be talking of gold and silver. We're going to be talking about your items that you have at home. But I'm going to be talking about a couple of stories on, I'm going to call him Uncle Harold. Or Uncle Harold. Uncle Harold. Harold. Okay. Uncle Harry. Okay, Harry. Yeah, I was in a house this week. Okay. This is an interesting story. I'm in a house this week, and it's um, Uncle Harry's gone. And the, we have the... Um, six sets of beneficiaries. So we're doing the probate work. Okay. okay. We do this. Yeah. We do the probate. Yeah. A lot of people are, were called in by the banks. So I'm going through this, and um, this is downtown Toronto. It's about a, it's a beautiful Victorian home. And the one other thing I have to point out here, especially if you're doing stuff, is that if you, a lot of people put, um, they're, they've got a vase and they want uh, Laura to get it. 
So they put Laura on the bottom of the vase. Unless it's in your will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't count. Okay. Okay. Exactly. It's the executor. It's up to the executor then. You have to put the stuff in the will. Now, the reason I say this is because, okay, while I'm there, well, not while I was there, but before I got there, uh, a couple of the relatives came in and mm-hmm. put their what they wanted. Right. Okay. And it's luckily that these people called us in mm-hmm. because Uncle Harold here had really nice stuff. Now, there's two tables that... Uh, some people, if I could show it to some people, they say, oh, those are nice tables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of time we say furniture is hard to move. But these tables are worth about 5000 a piece. Wow. They're games tables, Georgian games tables, just absolutely amazing. And the reason I'm saying this is because this person's coming in picking, oh, Uncle Harold want me to have these. It doesn't matter because it comes towards the entire estate. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. at two hundred dollars, that would be unfair to every other beneficiary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why we had to put two times five thousand on them. Okay. Exactly. Now this house actually is three different things that happened in this house that are actually interesting. The other thing was that um, uh, I'm going to save the best to last. Um, <laughs> No, there was some pictures, and they came in, they put their divs, what they wanted here, wanted there, and that's why we had to put the values on. Some One person wants an ashtray for $450. The other guy wants $10,000 in tables. It's kind of a discrepancy there. But we're going through, and there were some notable paintings there, one worth $35,000, another one worth about $10,000. And then on the wall, not even on the wall, on the ground sitting there was a painting and we figured it's worth between thirty and $40,000 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they were going to not throw out, but it was in with a bunch of $5 paintings and $20 paintings. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You never know what the value well, of it is. Even this to executors, uh, one of the relatives came in and says, Uncle Harry, want me to have this? He takes a, a Picasso off the wall, and <laughs> it's worth about forty five. No, the executor kept track of it, so we know about that. And he happened to wrap it up in some... These old rags, which were $300 quilts. So he took out $5,500 worth of stuff. and But now we know about it, okay? But that's why they have us come in and value it. They were not just blankets. They were Victoria, uh, Georgian quilts that were really, really nice. The best part about this story, why these people are glad they had brought us in there, this is an old Victorian house. We're going through the furniture. They have a desk from about 1790 to 1820. There's hidden compartments in it. You find money? No. We found something more interesting that needs more work. We found invoices for 33 kilograms of gold. You said kilograms, not 33 grams, right? No, kilograms. Oh, the okay. Hunt Approximately $2.2 million in gold we're now looking for. Is we there don't, a we map found, with an X? Huh? Is there a map with an X on it? No, no, there wasn't. There was just these invoices. Now, it's because when we when we do our job, we go through, we're not looking to go through personal papers, but if we see invoices and stuff like that, we want to, if someone has a Cartier watch and the box and papers in one room and the Cartier watch is in another, we have to put them both together because the Cartier watches were twice as much with its box and papers, okay? So that's what we do. Like, we're, we're professionals. A lot of people, they do this once or twice in their lifetime. We do it all the time. We know what to look for. But in this case here, the 3.3, the 3, uh, th- no, sorry, 33 kilograms of gold, the invoice. Now, he might have sold it. But if it's still in the house, they don't want to sell the house. 
with $2.2 million worth of gold still in it. No, so we're going to have to go through the a metal gets detector. Basically a free house. Yes, yes. That happened in Hamilton. There was like 132 ounces of gold in, um, in the furnace. <laughs> Seriously. And the people who sold the house, they sold it once, sold it twice. The third people got the gold. But it just gives you an idea of what we do. And people say, and I, I don't know how, to, how many times a week I hear this, do you do this? And I say, we do everything. We declutter, we declutter your house. Rick takes care of the real estate part of it. When we're done, we're like a butcher. When we're done, there's nothing left of the cow, okay? We sell Pick and get clean. rid of everything. That's the best way to put it, right? Exactly. So on this here, on uh, this house here, they're very glad they brought us down. I'm going to call him Uncle Harold as, uh, to protect the innocent on this. But this was just one house that we we're going through that we might find the people $2 million worth of stuff. There's about $150,000 worth of stuff before they even sell their house. And most people would think there's probably like $15,000 yeah. worth of stuff. And we're also protecting the other beneficiaries because we went in and we priced the stuff. You can't have people coming in and saying, like I said, uh, Uncle Harold want me to have this? Well, unless it's in the will, it's up to the, up to the executor. Okay, exactly. and it has to yeah. either you know count towards your like if the whole estate is sold for one point five million and you've taken thirty five thousand dollars worth of stuff that comes off your share. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, I kind of, I kind of like this." That's not how it's done, and you'll get yourself in a lot of trouble because the other beneficiaries find out. Well, I'm getting a piece of rock glass here, and he's getting ten thousand dollar table or a thirty five thousand dollar painting. So that's why there's some disputes happen once in a while. Oh, it happens all the time, you know, because yeah. that's the first thing that happens. Everybody arrives like a bunch of vultures, and okay. they start taking stuff that doesn't belong to them, and, oh, well, we'll fight about it later. Yeah, that's why they have to bring us in first. We only help. We work for the executor, okay, when exactly. it's something like that. So we're covering their rear end, making sure no one comes back on them later, give everything the proper values. It's up to them. Once they know the values, once they have that information, they can do what they want to do here, Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but legally, this, like you say, the will—that's that to the is mic. Don't the talk exact to me. thing that everybody's looking at. You have to look at the will. It doesn't matter what you want; it's what you're given. Yeah, yeah. But in this case here, it also has the values. And like I say, we find the gold. They're going to be—we're going to have one very high, very happy client, and they hope they give us rave reviews. Okay, so. I also want to talk to my friend Mayflower. He called me last week. He said, thank you for the uh, the shout out. But he said, you forgot to mention that you come in and get 10% off. You just got to mention my name, Paul Kenny, Bogart's name. He doesn't care about you guys. I know. Nobody does. Or <laughs> we're just here. ask for Calvin. Okay. And you get 10% off. Um, it's like he's a good guy, a family business. And we have to, right in these times of troubles right now, we have to support the family businesses. Well, we got to support your neighbor. Keep okay. a lot of Ontario and Canada going. Yes, yes. So, but I just want to mention that because he said, Paul, nice ad. We forgot to the 10%. So Mayflower Restaurants at 1500 Royal York Road. It's a Chinese restaurant. I've been going there for 30 years. The food, the ginger beef is the best, the best. And right now he's given 10% off. And you can order online. It's a takeout restaurant at, um, near Lawrence and... Uh, uh, it's on Royal York, 1500 Royal York, and you can catch them online. I recommend them highly, and they're good guys. 
and uh, the food's amazing. Okay, you're making me hungry here. Huh? Okay. So we got you some calls. Go? Yeah, yeah we no, got... we have to go to calls. Sorry about Randy, but I wanted to say about what we did in this house this week because people well, ask, "Do you story. do this?" We do everything. We find this gold. They're going to be. I want to be on the. I want to be on the pay on the front page of the newspaper. Go ahead. Next call. Okay, we have uh, Val on the line from Toronto. Talk um, into the mic, Val. <laughs> uh, what do you have for us today? Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the uh, export a uh, hockey calendars from the 60s for the Leafs uh, winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, hang on to that. It's going to be a while before they win it again, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to be positive. 63, 60, I got the whole the whole bunch. They used to go really good. They used to be between 67, between 150 to $250 if you had them complete. Now, the problem is, is that all the collectors now are running out of wall space. And the condos they move in have glass walls. So they have no place to put these up. And, I mean, remember when we used to go in the barber shop when you're back in the 60s and that was the best thing on the wall? Right. You'd always see the Export yeah. A calendar? Yeah. yeah. We had a grocery store, so they, they every month, every year, the guy would come in with the calendars, and I saved them all. I I, I actually put in the scores because it had the score thing for the whole schedule. Uh, oh. Okay, that's a bad part. Okay. That's bad part. <laughs> well, you know, still enjoyment. At least, you know something? You'll go back and you look at that calendar. They actually won on February 18th that's in right. 1967. You know? Or 62 or 63. 63. Brings back, remember, they still go for $100, $150. Um, right. I like them. But now that you have the scores on, it's very personal. But it's yeah. uh, it's it's actually hurting the value. Now, if you had a grocery <laughs> store back then... um. It'd be nice if you had some of the old, instead of saving the uh, calendars, you'd save some of the boxes of cards from back then. I got those, too. <laughs> oh, you have the cards? Never throw out anything. But they're not in great shape. You know, we used to play with them. So I know, I know. But that's what they're meant to be done. But also, if you have the, surprising, the actual box that it was sold to you in, because the yeah. people in the grocery business, you can, you save a lot of stuff. You're my fer- perfect type of cl- client. Uh, call me when you want to. Um, just um, sell some of your items, or when your wife right. makes you sell some of them. <laughs> I told her she calls it junk. I call it collectibles. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I know. Just I know exactly what you're talking about. The same type of wife. On, I'm um, also uh, like in perfect condition. I bought there's the non-sports cars of um, Zorro. Mm-hmm. Zorro. Zorro. Yeah, they're 1950. Now this is going back. This is the 50s. Yeah, maybe 1957, 58. Yeah, okay. Zorro. And I have Robin Hood also perfect condition, like Paul said. Now Robin Hood, you've got depends if you've got the orange or the green, and uh, one set's worth about four hundred. The other one's worth about six fifty, seven hundred, oh, depending on condition, and right. if it's complete. Um, I'd have to see them. Some people right. even have these graded. If you have them in really nice shape, like perfect from back then, um, they'll sell for even more money. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any comic books? Oh, I got lots of comic books. <laughs> Where oh, are Paul's you? favorite. Wait a minute. Don't give your address on the air. Someone's going to come and rob you. All my, su- all my Superman comics from the 60s and 50s and stuff uh, like that. The best ones, you know, uh, we were just talking. Um, we had we were on um, that show uh, for Vision TV. We filmed uh, uh, two more episodes. Rick was there and Andrew was both there on February 12th. A gentleman brought in a... Um, a Amazing Fantasy 15, which is the first Spider-Man. Now, his issue was really terrible condition, but it was still worth about 15000 
But a really nice condition of that book that he had in the show, and you're going to say, I'm not, actually, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, now people won't watch the show. Or they might watch the show. Well, it's worth show about a million. Pardon? When, the show to, when is the show? Is it be repeated? No, this is a new one. We uh, filmed, oh. um, we had a lot of new items. Um, I haven't seen it yet. And uh, a lot of people brought in interesting items. I only mentioned this. I'm, that's a spoiler alert. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> The uh, the comic in nice shape is worth about a million. I oh, sold a comic. Um, uh, I was at an auction and nobody else came. And uh, you know Roy from the show Storage Wars Canada. He tells me to come yeah. over. I, I, yeah. I know we got call. I know the board's full. But this is an interesting story. So Roy calls me up and uh, he's, he's asked me some other questions. And he comes along and says, do you know anything about comics? And I used to have a comic book chain of stores. I says, yes, I come over there. Roy says to me, okay, we're partners. So I pick out the first book I buy for $1,700. Roy goes white. I buy the second book for $3,500. Roy goes whiter. He says, we're no longer partners. I buy another book for $700, okay? And I buy a bunch after that. The first book for $1,700, we um, take care of it. We sell it for $32,000. Wow. That's a little bit of a profit, isn't the it? The second yeah. book, because I got there only had a minute to look, was missing a page, so we only got our money back. So Roy was well ahead of the game. But Roy now remembers, not my partner anymore. The book I buy for $700, I get $33,350 for it. Holy smoke. I rub it in on Roy every time I get to see him, okay? And I buy more. But this is a case where someone, it went to auction, and it went to the wrong auction. In, uh, sorry, the right auction for me, the wrong auction for the consigner. Right. Because he had about $150,000 worth of books, and we bought it. Because it's not his fault, but that's just how it worked out. But this is why yeah. we give our um, expert advice. We tell you what auctions to put it in. I know my stuff. You know what I mean? You don't, like. Yeah. That's why he's on the air. And you'll but, be looking at through your comics. Call now. me. Give You've got my cell number. you got our store number, 905 seven three seven four six five three call me up because the comics might surprise the heck out of you yeah. you don't want to have a fire um no. you don't have water i even if i just tell you which ones to protect and not protect okay right right and too mantle also <laughs> no you're you're just doing this you're just saying this to wrap to make me mad no, we just sold one. We just sold a fifty-two mantle for sixty-one thousand dollars. Wow, this one's in fair condition. Not great. Not great. Is it a two or a three? What do you mean a two? Uh, oh, as far as we as have far to grade it. Grading? Yeah, we have yeah. to grade it. Call me. Fair, fair I, hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the show. Give me your address. I'm gonna let uh, <laughs> Rick and Ange do the rest of the show, and I'm coming over to see you. How's that? Okay. <laughs> He'll be there in I'm about ten minutes. Not ready to sell yet. I'm still I know. I'm them. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> when you are, it'll take time. And some stuff, like I said, it's better to use the time well. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the fifty-two right. mantle will take time to grade it. Right. Uh, the comics is just because you might have one. There's certain comics that were thirty, forty thousand dollars, fifty thousand, yeah. and you might say I'm not ready to sell. But I say on one hand we have fifty thousand dollars. On the other hand, I have a comic book. Right. And you might say, ah, okay, Paul. You know what I mean? Or if I, if I only got nine to... more comic books. Okay. Thanks a lot yeah. for the call. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Please call me line. when you're ready, though. Okay. Okay. Bye. Will do. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, we'll go to our next caller, and we have Joan from Niagara Falls. What do you have for us today, Joan? Hi. You were talking about postcards a couple of weeks yep. ago. 
Yes. I have a couple with the, uh, you know, the uh, postmark on it from Berlin before it was renamed after the, or be, after before they made Kitchener. Berlin. Yeah. I was just wondering if they'd be worth anything. Not really. Depend. The postmarks and the stamps really don't make as much as the image in the front of the card. If oh, you've got oh. it, if it says Happy Easter, uh, we're talking a dollar. If it says, if it's a picture of uh, uh, Main Street, Upper Boot, Manitoba from 1907, I can get you a hundred. If it's from the Klondike, it might be a hundred and fifty. If it's from, uh, if if it's from a town like Toronto or Niagara Falls, not so much. What you're looking for, where people are look buying postcards because they want to recapture history. They want to see how it was then. They don't want someone's opinion of how it was then. They want to see the actual photo. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So this is part of it right there. And that's where the collectability or old photos. And I mentioned this last week. Um, photos, a real photo. Say you snapped a picture of Babe Ruth uh, while he was in Toronto. You have an actual photo. I might be able to get you several thousands of dollars for it. Or you get me an inside shot that's not that hasn't been published of some building or the construction of Maple Leaf Gardens or something like that. The actual photos taken back then are worth money. Okay? Same way the postcards, but a lot of people now are buying the photos as well. We have to get them certified. But we've sold them. A photo that would have sold 10 years ago for $5 is now selling for 200 Which would you rather have, the 5 or 200 <laughs> Right. I know. I asked this question because some people have to think about it. Okay? Okay. Bye. Thank we're you gonna, for the call. We're going to have to go to a short commercial break. And, and after that, we'll talk about some real estate. Exactly. Looking forward to it. Okay. Thank you. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Zoomer Hits, FM 96.7 in downtown Toronto. We're back live here at the Zoomerplex in downtown Toronto, and I'd like to give out the numbers to our listeners. Um, the local number is 416-360-0740, and toll-free is one 866 740-4740. And we're back again live with Paul and uh, Rick. Rick. And we're going to talk a little real estate right now. So we're right, uh, today's the first day of March, as you know, and so uh, traditionally in real estate, that means we're into the spring market. That means people who throughout the, the winter time they've been hibernating, thinking, you know, we'll put the house up for sale in the springtime. Well, it's here. So they should be giving us a call because not only do we 
come in and appraise what the house is worth. But we can also make small suggestions of what they can do to improve the value of their home. And it's usually quite simple. And this is where Paul comes in. And the three rules of real estate, Paul, declutter, declutter, declutter. Uh, you know, we're downsized specialists. It's what we do. Uh, you know, we deal with uh, probate. We deal with wills. We deal with power of attorneys. We deal with fighting families. It's something we do every day. Nothing scares us. Uh, we make the whole process as stress-free as possible. Um, so why not give us a call? In fact, uh, whoever's handling it doesn't even have to be there. They can go away. We do everything by DocuSign now. So uh, we could have that house, as you say, Paul, picked clean, uh, anything of value sold. If not, you take care of the moving of it, throwing stuff out. Uh, you know, we should get into the uh, garbage man business and actually walk around with a checkbook, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, they actually, I have a lot of them come into my store, but I want to talk about the second opinion. Right. Now, this is, even if you've got a real estate agent mm -hmm. or you think you have one, okay? Like there was a, uh, a case, I think it was about two weeks ago. So someone came in and they said, uh, uh, we'll give you eight, the value was $800,000. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We go in, we say, no, the value is $1.1 million. Exactly. So they, if, now this might be their buddy. This mm -hmm. might be someone they play golf with, someone that left a pumpkin on their, you know, their doorstep right. or give them cookies or something because they're <laughs> paying Christmas, that. Yeah. And then that, the 800000 that's not even a fair offer. That's one of these guys says, oh, yeah, I got 300000 over listing. Yeah, because you listed at the wrong price in the beginning. To start with, yeah. Now, we have another house. I know this for sure because I have this as, um, I have a gentleman who's got a, a house, a nice house, and uh, he says, well, he's got a Chinese, all, he says all the people from China are coming over here and buying. He has a Chinese offer of $1 million on his house. He says, well, that seems like a lot, but luckily, luckily, this guy you comes came in. in. This guy asked for a second opinion. I get Rick's work. I says, Rick, give me some info. Give me what this should go for. Rick says, well, ah, between one three and one four. You might get one four two because it's in a really nice area. So that is, would you rather have a million dollars or one point four million dollars? Now one one the million dollars is Chinese money. Okay, I'm not prejudiced, but it's I'm more against it because it's only one million dollars on something you're supposed to get one point four million on. Right. Okay. Right. So this is important. And, and, and you know, it, you you hit it right on the head there. A lot of times, if people haven't sold their home, maybe they paid twenty thousand for it fifty mm. years ago, and when someone says, "Well, it's worth a million dollars today," wow, they're blowing away, thinking how that's unimaginable. Meanwhile, they're underselling it for sure. Yeah. And. The, the house, chances are, is not being exposed properly. That's one thing we can do here, Paul, and you know it. Uh, we can give them more exposure than just about anybody else. And that little bit extra exposure could mean even five to ten more visits, which usually translates to two or three additional offers on top of the regular offers, yeah. which means more money. And this is why I'm confident on that $1 million deal. We could have easily surpassed the one four point. Well, that's the thing. It's like if you have an auction, you have one person at the auction. Right. You're going to start at the starting price. Mm -hmm. You get two people at an auction who really want it. Mm -hmm. Generally, the price goes up. Right. You have eight people who want the same piece of property. Mm -hmm. Guess what happens? Mm -hmm. You get more up. money. Yeah. And that's the second opinion. You have to have. It's exposure. And it's like, and, and, and I'm here, but I know it happened a couple of weeks ago. Someone says, well, this is my local agent. I said, well, the person buying it is not coming from here. Right. The person buying it is coming from somewhere else. You right. have to have, say you have a house in Hamilton. Well, if the Hamilton guy is only after Hamilton people mm -hmm. and local people to buy it, you're only going to get Hamilton money. You're limited. If you get 
and advertise it in Toronto and in Hamilton. There are some people who are selling their McMansion in Toronto for $1.9 million, buying the house in Hamilton for $600,000 mm-hmm. and pocketing the rest. But the other guy, the $600,000 house, the Hamilton guy said it was worth four fifty. Right. And so you're getting $150 more. The guy from Toronto's happy. The guy in Hamilton's happy. The only guy not happy is the real estate agent in Hamilton. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you need a real estate agent because this week I had a friend of mine, okay, they put his mom in a home because, and I've known him for since we were kids, and he put the house up, and the next-door neighbor came over and says, I want to buy it for my son. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, just give me the appraised value of the house, and we'll no. be fine. Yeah, I'm serious. He did it? He did it. He's actually moving his parents out. I was just talking to his daughter the other night, Friday night. And if I would have known, I would have had you guys come in there. No, no, it's He's nice. He's taking the next door neighbor's offer. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you got an, an appraisal on this house. Mm-hmm. And this is the value of it, Rick. Yeah. I'm not a real yeah. estate agent, but yeah. I work in a lot of houses. Yeah. And you're just taking that one offer that this guy next door to you. Yeah. That's right. If you want to keep this guy as a friend, don't tell him what you could have got for this house. Right. Oh, I no, know. Sometimes you want to be phoning me as soon as I'm done. No, no. But sometimes you want to be nice to your neighbor. He's been there exactly. for 30 years, and 100 grand is nothing. And what's 100 grand between neighbors? Or 200 <laughs> grand? Or 300 grand? Sorry, I don't know. I must be talking wrong. Let's go to the board because this is only making me mad. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and we don't want Paul angry. Uh, let's go to Ireland in uh, Guelph. And uh, what do you have for us today? Oh, I have um, the original Cabbage Patch dolls. I have a uh, preemie, and I have the uh, I have uh, four of the adults: um, a boy. I have three girls: a redhead, a blonde, and a uh, brown hair. And they're all signed with the original Xavier Roberts signature on the bottom. Are they still in the boxes? They're not in the box, though. I do not have the original boxes. I have several outfits. But no, my daughters are in their 40s. I was saving them for granddaughters, but I ended up with five grandsons. <laughs> oh, well, wait, no, wait, wait, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. <gasps> but I'm just wondering if they're worth anything or should I hang on to them for my great-granddaughters? I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. What you got to do here, Cabbage Patch was, was all the hype. And you know, on my, on my show, I say this all the time. If it says uh, collector's edition, if it says first edition, or um and when you have that many they um how do i put this i'm trying to be nice um they're not worth as what those days you could get 200 300 400 for cabbage match and now they're worth 20 30 40 dollars if they sell at that okay and okay. it's because they were collectible yeah you know something this is something though i'm gonna say here's the value of this you have the story when you bought them you have the story about having Five grandsons. You have the story of looking forward to great granddaughters and giving them these cabbage patch. How's that? Sure. I know. I'm That's just fine. saying that it's a story. Sometimes the item is not as important as the story behind it, okay. and 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 the smiling. I'm lucky. I've got uh, three grandson, three grandsons, and two granddaughters, and yes. I'm as happy as they could be. You know of what course. I mean? Yeah. And the story. Uh, it's just have these, these will go between $20, 30 $40. There's nothing really big on the Cabbage Patch because they made a lot. They had a, they had, uh, uh, a demand. And as soon as they, they, at Christmas, they didn't have them, but afterwards they kept on selling and selling and selling. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. 
the Xavier Roberts shoes. I sorry, I take this back. And that because I didn't know. Uh, 1988, Xavier Roberts Cabbage Patch Kids Twin Premium Edition with the basket. Now, I don't know if this is special, and this surprises the heck out of me. Uh, one sold for $335. Oh, wow. So that's a little bit better. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the other ones, I'm looking back, I'm having a hard time getting back past $40, and that's why I said the story might be the best part about this. Okay. And uh, no, but here... In 1979, Cabbage Patch years is 1988. Some of them are selling for $1,000. Uh, the Xavier Roberts one, sorry. Um, and I didn't know this. See, I learned something today. Because I always thought the Cabbage Patch thing, I see them in the houses all the time. And people bring them into our sale, and we get 30 40 on an ongoing basis. Now, the Xavier Roberts ones are better, the earlier ones. If they're signed and everything like that, they will be better. They're, they seem to be going four and five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars? So, yeah. Now it depends on which oh. ones because I'm looking at this and no two look alike. Okay. No. If you brought them into our store, one of our uh, Silent D or Michael will do or um, Adam will do the um, appropriate uh, uh, research on them and come up with the price for you. Okay. Okay. Because okay. you'll have to see it. The box helps. Condition helps. But I am actually do, I am seeing some that are, that are going for more money with the boxes okay. and what you said the Xavier uh, Roberts. Right, I, I don't have the boxes, but well, we can still get you some money, okay? Okay, I don't know Our, where the store is, but ten thousand gives me a, that's a perfect segue for me, which I was just going to give out. The store is at ten three forty one Young Street. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. 341 Young Street, that's in Richmond Hill, and the phone number is 905-737-4653, and there's usually somebody there during the week and on Saturdays till around 6 o'clock. If you bring them in, we can do the research. Now, here's some of the things you can do in advance. Um, Go on eBay. Find out Mm -hmm. some of the information there, because that's what partly we're going to do. We're experts, but we we go, but we want to know what something sells for. Not when someone values that. Okay. When okay. I do probate, I'm valuing it. We try and mix in what a willing buyer and willing seller. But okay. go on eBay. See if you can find your exact doll on there. We're not okay. going to rip. I'd rather you know. We're 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 right. completely transparent. We're not looking to uh, buy your five hundred dollar doll for ten dollars. That is not our style. We would rather do it on consignment. The more money you make, the more money we make. Okay, oh, and we get to go to sleep at night because we're with us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does that Thank make you sense? For your call. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we got another caller. We have Jane in Georgetown, and what do you have for us today, Jane? It's me. Yes, I have a collection of antique crottery foot warmers. There's 13 of them. I took them out of my bathroom. I have two that are Royal Dalton Lambreths. The pigs. Two. We call them pigs, right? Pigs. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They're pigs. And four Medalta, Medicine Hat, Alberta. Okay. I have one Park Park Limited, Hamilton, and I have one Buckham's Blue Bottle, and I have fun that, five that I'm going to call unknown. Yeah. What are they worth today, and who would want them? Um, they're they're mainly a collectible from 1980. Mm-hmm. Uh, people liked them back then, and what they would buy them with the Crocs, um, with quilts and pine furniture. Yeah. Okay. And they go great with that. 
Uh, you have 13 of them. Do you have any room to go to the washroom in your washroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a special shelf at the bathroom that my husband made, but I've just taken it down because I've got tired of looking at them. What can I say? Yeah. I've been selling them. Um, the Daltons go between 20 and 30 $50. Okay. On, um, but it's um, they're not as... Uh, it's one of those things. It's like uh, the tchotchke uh, that come out of... Um, uh, a lot of the uh, performer, how do I put this? It's the same kind of collectible that in today's market, uh, the mason's jars, the yeah. foot warmers, the crocs. Yep. The croc used to sell, the blue flower clock used to sell for five, 600. Today I'm hard pressed to get 200 for it. You <laughs> probably get between 20 and $50. The one person that you might get more money for is the one you said from Hamilton. People yeah. will collect their local stuff. Okay. So once. We talk about this all the time. When you have one kind of collectible, another kind of collectible. So you have a foot warmer that people collect a bit, but you have Hamilton. Yes, people I do. collect Hamilton. Once you have two groups of people after the same thing, it's good for you. Okay. There's okay. a nice battle between it, them. It can. People who collect Hamilton will buy this before a person buying foot warmers. Okay. I, I just put one in my booth from um, uh, Toronto, and uh, I put thirty dollars on it. Doesn't have the stopper. Oh, I've got the stoppers on all of them. They're yeah. in wonderful shape because they've been in my bathroom ever since I collected them. So they're in great shape. I've got no, all the no, stoppers. No, no, no. Yeah. These are always in great shape. They're yeah. pretty near indestructible. I <laughs> mean, you can right. drop these from 20 feet and they won't break. <laughs> you're right. Okay? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Thank okay, you. Okay. So Thank you. From 20 to $30. So uh, maybe a bit more on the Hamilton one. Okay. Because I get that or any of the local ones. The Dalton ones, they made a lot of them. Okay. okay. The Dalton Lambeth ones. Um, and the Medalta? The Medalta, the Canadian stuff, the Canadians aren't buying as much as they used to on no this. No way. Medalta used to be really good. I used to the Medalta croc, Crocs and stuff. But I think, um, like I said, they don't, they don't destroy themselves. You know, they're not like they're made out of glass or anything. No. You know, okay. so the Medalta, you know something, I could check a look on that because Medalta might be better. But I used to have um, uh, plates on the Medalta. And that was another thing that was collectible in the 70s and 80s, and not so much now. A foot warmer. Medalta plates, no. Crocs, yeah. You know, yeah. Medalta, because uh, what's happening now is there's more stuff coming onto the market. And it's a case of supply and demand. We have more people selling than want to buy. Than want to buy. Yep. And the kids, I mean, it's you show them a foot warmer, a rotary phone, and a poster stamp, and they'll ask you, what the heck are those? <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. You're so right. they and they don't want it, and the only way they, the only way, the best way, thirteen of these. That's a that'll be a mean thing to do to any one of your grandkids. Give them all thirteen. Okay, pick out one kid, give them all of them. Okay. So what would you suggest I do then? You so can I sell them. You can bring them to my say on Kijiji or something. No, you know some uh, sell them to the world. We we sell these more online. Online. Yeah, uh, eBay. Or that's what we would be selling them. Or okay. Southworks Antique Market, one of my favorite spots. Oh, yes, I know about those. The people are going through there all the time. Okay. And some of the dealers out there, we would buy them and put them in there. We take them on consignment or just buy them, you know. Okay. But your tr your ham the ones that are more uh, singular, I think this is a, like a rule of collecting. Once you have two people collecting the same thing, yes, exactly. you get money. Yeah. We got to go to break. And after the break, we're going to go to gold and silver. Oh, exactly. Okay. You got it. Thank you very much well, for the thank call. Thank you very much. You're okay. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 
Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. We're back live again, and I'd um, like to give out the phone numbers because, you know, Paul with his gold and silver, get your paper, pencil, pen ready because here we go. Local number is uh, 416 360 and toll free it's 1-866-740-4740 and uh paul go ahead with your goal no, no i'm going i'm going to go to the golden about okay. two minutes rick i wanted to comment on on what uh, angela was talking about a little little earlier um and this is uh something that happens a lot where people uh aren't sure what the value of their home is and like you said uh, uh, a neighbor comes by a friend a family member saying you know uh we want to buy the house, right? And take advantage of the fact that, you know, maybe the people are a little elder, elderly and don't quite know the value of the, of the home. So this is why it's so important to get that, not just the first opinion, but the second opinion. We need to get in there. They need to get that properly, uh, property, properly appraised. Um, and we, we try our best to get you to enhance the value of that property as well. Okay, it's what we do. And, you know, what they need to do is give me a call. Uh, at 416-258-3972. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, a property that we once had in, uh, in Brampton. The neighbor? the neighbor came by and offered yes. like three, what did we get for that house? We ended up getting 150000 more for it than what the neighbor asked uh, for. Yeah, the neighbor, wanted, they wanted to pay for it. A very nice neighbor. Yeah. Very personable. Exactly. Smiled at us. Yes. But gave us a real low ball price. Yes. And they were, they were considering taking it because, you know, the, the house needed a bit of work. Right, a bit of work. It was a yeah. knockdown. It was basically, but then that's just it. We sold it to the world. Uh, we had a, a contractor come by and he overbid everybody else on it because he knew that you know he had the deeper pockets. Yeah, right. Uh, you can't compete with deep pockets, and that helps out the seller. Yeah, which means more money. Now, if they don't want the more money, we can help out there too. You know, we can make a, uh, suggestions what to do with the extra few hundred thousand dollars they're going to get. But it comes down to exposure, exposure, exposure. Uh, and this is why they need to meet up with us, Paul. Give us a call. We come out. We appraise the property. And then if we do list the property and we do sell it for them, I promise you, Paul will show up at your house with either a pumpkin, a box of chocolates, or a bag of oranges. What do you think? Or $500,000 Zimbabwe note. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Now to gold and silver. The important news. I know we got calls. I know we got calls. Don't... I know. So um, now but this What is happened this week, Paul, with the gold and silver with the market? Usually- okay. It's been going up, going up, going up. The market took a tank this week. Some people watch have stocks. will know this. Gold and silver was up for the first day. And then after that, 
Yeah, Friday was a was a bad day. I know why. Isn't it the safe haven? I'm not a I'm not a financial advisor, and every day I'm reminded why I shouldn't be one. And the only difference between me and those other guys on TV and radio who are financial advisors is I know I'm not one. They don't know yet. But I'm giving just I give the prices of gold and silver, and people are allowed to do what they want with it. I just make sure they get the highest amount for it. Gold right now ended up at twenty one twenty four Canadian for the week per ounce. Still now write up. this down. Write this down because it goes up. And it is ten karat gold. We're paying twenty three ninety per gram. We're paying fourteen karat gold. We're paying thirty three forty six, and eighteen karat gold. We're paying forty three oh two. I want people to copy this down because people are. I've heard already a story the other day. Oh, gold is down. And it's only down. It's down a little bit. It's not down to eighteen karat gold for eighteen dollars per gram. No. It's not. It's down. It's Gold is within $75 of its all-time high. And it just dropped $75 on Friday. Yeah. So I'm just telling people this, that get two prices. These guys will tell you, oh, it's down. I don't want to buy. Yes, they do. Okay, silver. Silver dollars are $1,109. Silver took a big hit. It's a $22.28 per ounce. So if you want to get um, this, actually, it's not a bad time to buy silver bars. Exactly. Because we don't care. We don't. We if it's down or up. If it's down, we charge you more. Charge you less. If it's up, we charge you more. If you're buying or selling gold and silver, you should be dealing at least give us a second opinion. If our price is higher and we're paying more, you should sell it to us. If our price is lower, my piece of advice is don't sell to us. Sell to the guy who's paying you more. So Sterling most of the times you pay more than anybody else. So. No, we always do, but. I say that kind of in a tongue-in-cheek way. I know you do. Um, silver, uh, sterling is fifty-four seventy-nine. It's not thirty cents like some guys are charging. Same. I'm just telling you right now. And but we'll also. I on my way into work today, I got a guy who wants fifteen hundred ounces of silver. So he he saw the price going down. He says, "Paul, can you get this for?" Me? Yes, I can. We can get you the silver or the gold, whichever you want. But if you're willing to, say, if you want to sell it. And or you want it? What some people did last couple of weeks ago, they bought nine thousand dollars worth of gold. They melted it and took it back as gold, so they didn't lose the value on it. Exactly. Okay. Some people just want the cash because they put the cash in safe to the deposit box. It's always easy to divide cash. It's not so easy to divide um, uh, gold jewelry. Yes. And the other thing, before we go into our calls, I want to say one out of every three lots of people bringing costume jewelry has gold and silver in it. Like even or that's what you, I know. Grandma's people, got lots of stuff. People go to these these charity, um, St. Vincent de Paul. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Salvation Army. Because mm. some say don't. They should be bringing their gold to us and let us vet it for them. We can pay them for the gold rather than sell them for four dollars and ninety nine cents, and we pay the picker four hundred dollars for it. I'd rather the four hundred dollars went to the charity. Exactly. That's just my thinking. Or it's to amazing. the or to the customer who brought it in. Or the customer brought in, let them, if they want to give them away the money, they can give away the money, okay? But it's amazing how many times that I'll see the, 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 the I don't even want to mention their name because I'm not a charity, Value Village. I'll see the Value Village tag on there, and it'll be four ninety nine, and I give the guy, uh, last week, $350 for a bowl because it was silver. They don't even know. I mean, they're, they just don't know. We actually know our stuff, and if you're... If you have well-meaning, you want to give the money to a charity, 
give them the most you can. That's my point. Let's go exactly. to a call. Okay. Let's go to John in Oshawa. What do you have for us today, John? Hi. Hi. How are you? Uh, I have a Columbia Graffinola, and it's a uh, desk model in oak, in good shape, and it's actually working. Sorry, what'd you say? It was a Columbia. This is like a... a it's called a Graffinola. It's a record player. It's yeah, record player. that's what I thought. It's uh, Okay, they're still collectible. Um, people And does it have a horn on it? An outside horn? No, no. Ah, uh, okay. Um, a lot of people like it. If they like these as a decorator item, they want that great big horn out there and stuff. Oh, yes. In, on the Vitrolas that. and stuff. Um, they, the ones with the horns just sell better. People think they're neat. They're never going to turn them on. They're never going to play a record on. They yeah. just look neat. Well, okay. This one you can great movie prop. Pardon? This one you can actually play records on it. But they're 78s, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably, I don't even know. I know there used to be, probably the last one we sent in, we only got $250 for it. Uh-huh. Okay, but that was about a year ago. But it's yeah. mainly a decorator item. Uh, the movie people come by, they'll buy them as props. Uh, if someone right. wants it, they're going to put it in their, in their man cave room, but they're not going to use them, okay? Yeah. Sorry this about that. actually oak. Yeah, no, an oak. Oak yeah, is just yeah. not... You know what people are doing right now? This is almost makes me mad. Well, I shouldn't say make me mad, but it's not my concern. They're buying mahogany and oak furniture and yes. painting it white. Oh, I yeah. see that all the time. And I'm yeah, sitting there and that. saying, do you know this is really nice wood that someone, you know, that it's it was put together by a carpenter who knew what he was doing, a furniture maker, and you're painting it white. Yeah. Farm furniture gets painted white. <laughs> Dining room furniture does not get painted white. Right. But I'm old school. Sorry, I have to go on the next call. Thanks. Thanks Thank again. Thank you. Okay, we have uh, Mandy from Welland. Mandy, what do you have for us? Hello? Hello? Mandy? We lost her. We okay. lost her. So what we're going to talk about is the spring. Um, I gave the gold and silver prices, and if people want to buy, we can give them bars. We can give them the, the time uh, to buy. It's and we have the, the best down, prices. It went down. Like, I have a guy, I see the box, go. I, I'm right next to another big big box yes. store who sells coins. And I know that they're walking out with a box that they paid, and we can charge, and we charge them $200 less for the same 1,000 ounces, okay? I mean, it's two. It's only $200. It's not that the end of the world, but it's the silver's no better. You have it's to make exactly, that $200 up. No, no, but I'm just saying that. The silver is no better. This is why I'm getting second opinions. We talk about real estate. I mean, we had two examples today. The the guy with the million dollar house for one point four million. Your neighbor's house, and that happens. That neighbor thing happens because it happens right, a lot. Oh my god! Yep. The guy just came over and says, and he goes, "Okay, just give me." Whatever. No, no, but we did the same thing because he came over, smiled. We happened to be there when it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is well, no, this is not a real offer. Yeah, you know because. Rick knows his stuff. Rick, the appraisal value compared to the the, the selling value of appraised, that house. Appraised value, uh, whoever comes in to do the appraisal might not even be a realtor. Exactly. Okay, so it, it, it and what an appraised value is it? What you can actually get when you put it out there with people competing for it are two different things. Uh, just like assessed value. Uh, your house is taxed at a certain assessed value. And it never reflects the actual value of the property. You know, yeah. a, yes. a, a $2 million home could be assessed at $1.5 million. And that's what you pay your tax on. So somebody might say, well, that's all I'm going to give you for it. Well, that's nice for you, but uh, I want my $2 million. That's why 
I can't overemphasize the second opinion. And then even if they come into us, and if they come in, I'm not to go to Rick. You don't have to go to you. There's other people out there, other real estate agents, but no, no, they they have to come to us. Hold on, hold on. You know your stuff. No, exactly. Ange, (laughs) there are 58,000 real estate agents, but there's only one of me. One of you and one of you guys who do this. I know, but I'm just saying there's lots of real estate agents out there. They want to go around, they sign you up, and then they don't know you. Okay, it's on the MLS, and if someone buys it, great. Okay, you want someone who works your property on both sides. He wants the listing, and he wants to sell it. Okay, because we don't get paid until it's sold. Okay, a lot of people don't realize. This is a two-part equation on this thing here. And with your gold and silver, if someone comes in and... I mean, I'd like to know if it's going to be for an estate or something, because we do charge appraisal work. But if someone's just got quickly and they want to know if there's gold and silver, we'll go through it. We'll give them our price, and we'll say, here's your gold prices. Take it somewhere else. If they pay you more, take the money. This is not, you know, this is not, not brain rocket surgery. Science. Rocket science. Well, well, Paul, you remember that, that house that, that you found that we listed and sold, and we got the owner of that house 30000 what was it, actually $50,000 more, now that I recall, than the one across the street, yeah. which was actually a better house, the one well, across the street. In term, and we still got more money. I mean, the best house is the one you get more money for. Well, Sorry. there you yes. go. But we managed to get more exposure for them. And springtime right now, people should be talking because they'll come up time. Someone will come up three weeks from now and says, yes, I can help you. I can't help you for two weeks. And I think time matters right now. I was in a house a couple of days ago, and they're thinking about uh, they don't want to spend another winter here. Well, now's the time to be thinking about what you're going to do and get it done for not spending another winter in Canada. You don't do it in November. You do it now because it's not when it sells. It's when it closes. And we work for you. We try. If someone, we try and work around your schedule. We Right. Right. We are a service industry. Right. Okay. And the decluttering. So you're going to say something. You only got a minute because you got to say it quickly here. Okay. Um, about the jersey. Oh, I had my daughter went and met this gentleman who she was talking about, who used to own parts of the Batmobile. Also, you got to talk faster. So he had the Team Canada jersey. Paul Henderson signed. He bought it years, years back. Sold it. Bought it for ten. Sold it for nineteen grand. And now that jersey went up and got one point two million dollars. Well, that's what. Because I had the story behind it. Exactly. I tell people, in their basements, I go to your house, the main floor that you get that's really nice and everything like that, I kind of care about but don't care about. I want to know what's in your attic, in your basement. That gentleman who called in who had a, uh, a store, there's stuff in his basement that's been priced sitting up on a shelf, okay? It could be a 1980, which is not that long ago, only 40 years ago, a box of... Uh, Wayne Gretzky rookie card or Michael Jordan is worth 75,000, 65,000. Michael Jordan, 78,000. People don't know this. We're starting to run. We're running out of show before we run out of uh, time. No, it's the other way around. Yes. So you guys have a great week. Yes. 10,341 young, 905 737 4653 to get more information during the week. We can help you. And we'll see you next week. Have a great day. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.